Shall we begin? Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure? It's time. It's time. You say it's time. Stay calm. I've come here to kill you, Rebecca. Would you like the bread? I laced them with poison. No, not Rebecca. Rebecca, run. Apparently, it's not hard to kill me. It's not at all, actually. <laughs> You're allergic to half the good things, things in life. A few things. Episode 177 of the Vent Lab Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Nathan. I'm Rebecca. Yeah, I'm still doing morning show stuff, so I apologize for the... Yeah, that's what I thought was yep, going on yep, there. Yep, it's still, it's still happening. I'm still waking up at 5 a.m. and going to bed at like later than I should. 7.30, but yeah. you texted me at like 9.30 last night. Yeah. But like, Nathan's still awake. He should be asleep right now. Yeah. Guys, that's also why we're recording earlier. So if you were hoping to watch us record this live, it's not happening again this week, but we'll be back to normal next week because Nathan will no longer be doing the morning show, filling in on it next week. And for those of you who didn't know, um, we typically stream our regular (laughs) episodes. We don't make a big deal about it because it's nothing special. It's just us sitting in front of the mic recording yeah and it's not on facebook it's just on snitch and youtube twitch and youtube and i still hate rebecca (laughs) well you're not the only one yeah because i had a dinner party i didn't have a dinner party i attended a dinner party the other night you have any uh i don't don't know near-death experiences yeah actually um i'm not difficult to kill i'm also the worst worst like dinner guest ever because I'm allergic to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so it takes a lot of work for somebody to accommodate to me. She also chews with her mouth open once I exactly six ice not. cubes and three lemon quarters in her water. And if you give her any more or any less of either of those things, she will send it back. Here's the thing. I hate being a burden to people. So I often bring my own food to like dinner parties because I don't want to put it on anybody. Which is another reason why you're a bad dinner guest. Okay. Well, I don't want to put it on somebody else to have to try to accommodate to my food allergies and preferences. Mm -hmm. In case you didn't know, I have celiac, so I can't have anything that has gluten in it. And I'm also a vegetarian, so I don't eat meat. I, um, (laughs) I hate the thing I hate kind of kind of similar to that i guess is i hate putting the burden of buying me gifts on other people so whenever i go to uh christmas parties and even like christmas at my own parents house Mm -hmm. i just buy myself gifts and then i just i don't don't buy them for anybody else i just kind of guys i got this don't worry about it Mm -hmm. i'll just unwrap my own gifts Mm -hmm. yeah speaking of being a vegetarian nathan did you hear about that girl that only eats plants she was a vegetarian no you've never heard of her before herbivore uh-huh. You never, you've never heard of her before. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to this dinner party and the host says, no, I've got it covered. Tell me what you can and can't have. Also, I'm lactose intolerant. We'll add that on there, but I make exceptions. Like some things are just worth the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I'll just have a bellyache. Sure. Some cheese. Cheese is worth the sacrifice. Do you get a bellyache from cheese? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You might be more lactose intolerant than I am because I don't get a belly bellyache from cheese, but I don't put up with like ice cream or milk. Yeah. Oh, that'll kill me. But I still get a bellyache with, with cheese. Not as bad. Yeah. Not as bad. Anyway, so go to the dinner party. Man, they've got it covered. And this family is in the military. They've done a lot of traveling. I'm telling you, like, this was one of the most extravagant, I can't really say extravagant, it's just a very cultured dinner party. Fancy. Like, it was, like, the dishes were fancy. Like, they're like, we got these in Turkey, and we've got this in here. And we had Turkish tea, which was really great. Yeah. The only difference. Isn't that just broth? Well, like, no, they, like, roasted the leaves before they brewed them. Okay. And then, what? I missed like, it. Like, Turkish tea? Like the liquid that comes from a, like a turkey that you, like broth, you know, like you have chicken broth and you have turkey broth. Okay. And I stuff. don't know how I was supposed to get that one, but. Well, I pretty much just spelled anyway, it out for you. But anyway, you know, it's, fine. it's cool. Carry on, carry on. <clears throat> it was a very cultured experience. The food was phenomenal. 
Um, she did gluten-free. She was sensitive to the dairy. She made sure there was no meat. Like, she rocked it. The dessert. Oh, my gosh. It was some, like, chocolate mousse thing that was just... I thought you were a vegetarian. <laughs> Get it? The mousse. The mousse. Mm -hmm. Chocolate mousse. Mm -hmm. But you're a vegetarian, so you can't eat that because mm -hmm. it's a mousse. So she made some, which is an animal, like pesto dip to like dip the bread in, and like she had a bread basket, and I was like, and this is this is gluten free, even this is gluten free, and she's like, yeah, I had a really hard time finding the gluten free bread. I had to ask somebody. It was in the freezer section of all things, and I'm like, yep, yeah, that's that's where I get my bread is in the freezer section. I always have to thaw my bread before I can eat it. Anyway, um, I was like, and then I asked again, this bread right here, this is the gluten-free? And she's like, yep, because to me, it didn't look gluten-free. Like, mm -hmm. my eye is trained on what looks and doesn't look gluten-free. And I was like, man, this doesn't look gluten-free. And so then she's like, yes, the, the bread is gluten-free. And so dipped it in the pesto stuff. It was great. I ate probably three or four slices. You, you went a little over. Of bread. You know? It was so good. Everything was fantastic. And really, I felt I felt fine Like afterwards. Like, I was great. Hmm. Food was good. Great experience. Went to bed that night with, like, I got home late that night. Like, dinner was late. Went to bed, didn't have a problem. Well, then I started to, like, develop this really, really awful pain in my side. Like, my right side. And I was like, I mean, this could be gas. I could be constipated. Yeah. Could yeah. be appendicitis. Yeah. Got really excited at the thought that it could be appendicitis because I thought, I'll have to go to the hospital for that. And that means I could have a couple of days off work. And then I was like, oh, shoot. You could probably milk that That's out for a full week. That's how much I love my job right now. Is that <laughs> I was like hoping for appendicitis to get some time off. Anyway, um, so so I, I Googled it and it gave me the same suggestions that I thought it might be. And I could not narrow it down. So I had an idea. You've heard me talk about that poop tea before. Oh, she never stops talking about the poop tea. No, I mean, it'll clean you out. If you have a problem, if it's gas or constipation, that that's going to take care of it. So I thought... You think they'd uh, be open to being a sponsor? It, you know, they should for how much we talk about them. It's true. Them and Squatty Potties, man. Can I, you imagine if those are our two sponsors? <laughs> I've sold tea for them. Like, I've had people text me, like, private message me and be like, what is that tea you're talking about? I cannot tell you how many people, because of how many times I've talked about this tea, have went out and purchased it. Also, it means that there's a lot of people in this world that are dealing with constipation because a lot of people want that tea. Anyway, um, so got the tea yesterday and I drank a lot of it because I was like, you know, I just want a full colon cleanse so we can start from the beginning here sure. and figure out what the problem is. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm completely cleared out and the pain is still there, then it's going to be appendicitis. I think that that was my That's, next guess. We could okay. start we could start eliminating av after that. So. Um, and when I'm telling you, like the pain was like this sharp, sharp pain in my right side. Like I could not stand up straight. I couldn't touch my stomach or my back. Like the pain was horrible. I couldn't sleep. I like, I almost felt like I was in labor. The pain was so bad. Like my intestines were like cramping. Like it was like, I have not felt pain like that that particular Yikes. pain I had not felt. Anyway, I, I do the poop tea and it does its thing. And you would poop? Yeah, a lot. But like I feel I feel mostly better. Okay. So but in the process of all of this, I had I had drank the poop tea and it takes six hours to work. And in the process of that six hours, my husband went and grabbed the loaf of bread that the family gave us because they weren't going to eat this gluten-free bread. And he thought, I'm just going to check and make sure that this was gluten-free. And he looks at it, and it, it was not. It was, it was regular bread. It wasn't no, regular bread. Please, no. It was vegan, and it was organic, but it was definitely not gluten-free. And I was like, all right, I'm not 100% sure that was my issue, 
but I'm pretty sure that was my issue. I feel much better today, but I'm I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess it was because I ate gluten. Is there whenever you do eat gluten and you uh-huh. have like those symptoms? Is there ever anything that you found is like a surefire way to help other well, than I mean, does pooping help? Um, does it actually so normally help? like the symptoms that I have, I, I haven't accidentally had gluten for a while, but normally what happens is I get my stomach swells a lot. I get a bad headache. Sometimes I get really nauseous and I start vomiting. Um, but like the whole like pain and cramp thing mm-hmm. um, is usually pretty mild. Well, this Weird. time I didn't have a headache. I didn't get nauseous. And I wonder if it's like the amount of bread that I ate. Maybe, or maybe because it was vegan, maybe there was uh ingredient or something like it was composed differently. Yeah. Maybe it was like a different kind of grain, like the more true form of grain yeah. or I don't know. I'm only guessing here, but, um, there is no way I'm going to tell that family that that bread that they served me was not gluten free. Oh, I've already sent them threats <laughs> no, you on did Facebook. Not. Yeah, how dare you? Like how I would feel you? awful. They did such a good job. Like the the dinner party was so much fun and the food was so excellent and they tried so hard to accommodate me in every way, which I know is a very difficult task. And they rocked it. The fact that there was only one mistake was like that. That was impressive. And I should have double checked everything. The bread was right there. I could have just looked at the package, but I also didn't want to like act like I didn't trust them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. have to double check them. But it's it's a fine line. You're kind of required to walk. Yeah. And really, it's not like it's going to kill me. It would kill me if that's all I ate. Eventually, I would die. But like, I think that's true for everybody, you know? Okay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, this was just going to make me uncomfortable for a little bit. And it sure did Hmm. made me uncomfortable. I'm still holding out hope a little bit though, that it's appendicitis so I can get some time off. Well, uh, I, I don't know if this would fix your gluten allergy or if it would fix the symptoms should you eat gluten, Mm -hmm. but There is uh, something going on in Poland Mm -hmm. that is a little obscure, a little interesting. Okay. Poop transplants. Huh. They are treating diseases, some even like COVID-19 cases and like symptoms from that. They're treating with poop transplants. Okay. I didn't know this was a thing. Also, how how do they get the, where do they get the, poop like well i mean it like it's gotta it go like, in one side or the other but is it like a blood bank kind of you know you show up to donate your poop or can they just get poop from anywhere fecal oh, <laughs> fecal they matter just pulling it from the sewer system <laughs> what? yeah they just got some dude out there with like a bucket what <laughs> we need some poop that. samples why is it that fecal go get matter the strainer <laughs> Fecal matter is grosser to me than like poop. Like watered down poop? No, just the word fecal matter. Like you can deal with poop. See, it's like once you add water, that grosses me out. Well, I don't know how much water is in this. Elvis breathing. He's being like super annoying. Yeah, it's because we're not sitting at our usual table. We're sitting at his height. And and he's like, oh my gosh. They're here to give me attention. They love me. No, Elvis. Only one of us does. Yes, I love you, Elvis. I just don't love you breathing in the microphone the whole time. She heard him say, I love you, Elvis. And he immediately turned around for pets. (laughs) Okay, so the fecal matter is donated and used to treat patients. This doesn't say where they get it from. Well, actually, it does. If you go down further in the article. Okay, thanks so much. They actually do like a a colonoscopy to extract healthy poop. So somebody who has a healthy digestive system and has a good bacteria level, then they will extract the poop, the fecal matter from their colon to inject into somebody else's colon. So they're just moving poop from one person's colon to the next. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. It's such an obscure, like a weird, (laughs) weird thing to talk about. No, but it totally makes sense because like gut health is a really, really important thing to being healthy and being able to fight off diseases. That's why like probiotics are a really, really healthy thing. Uh Um, I do a lot with like probiotics and to keep my digestive system really healthy. One, because I don't eat 
some of the things that other people eat. And so my digestive system can get out of whack pretty quickly. Um, like yogurt and stuff like that is really important because I can't have dairy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, so I take probiotics and I would say my gut health is pretty healthy. Yeah. Considering, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So maybe I'm a, a good candidate for, um, <clears throat> poop transplants. So the, the goal of the transplant is to restore the gut microbiome and in turn then boost the uh, body's immune system, which is what you basically just said. Because Good, good bacteria. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, there's actually good bacteria in your stomach and the lining of your intestines and everything. And if you lose that, that's whenever you start having like other problems. So mm-hmm. for a while, I don't know if we ever talked about this on the podcast, but I had... But, uh, surpassed the diarrhea status. You were dealing with some issues. It was just straight liquid at that point, but it was constant mm-hmm. to the point where I started having stomach issues like a couple months down the road. Mm-hmm. And the doctor was like, uh, it's probably because whenever all that was going down, like all of that, all the good uh, bacteria. bacteria and everything on the lining of my intestines all got kind of stripped away. So then it's not there to break down the bad stuff, mm-hmm. essentially speaking. Yeah. When I was reading about whether I had an appendicitis or not, I was talking about the function of your appendix. And if you don't know what your appendix is, it's a it's like a little sack attached to your large intestine. Mm-hmm. And it catches like some like little poop fragments and stuff like catch in there. And when those fragments don't get caught by fiber and taken out. That's when they become like septic and they blow up and your appendix can rupture and then you could die. That's a bad thing. But a a healthy appendix, it's growing healthy bacteria. And so that keeps moving through your intestines. It's like a little factory. Yeah. It's like, it's like creating little bacteria that help eat all the bad stuff. Hmm. And so if you don't have an appendix, you can still survive. You just got to be really careful about making sure you're getting enough of those healthy bacteria. And you got to eat good fiber because you don't want that bacteria to stay in that appendix too long. You want to just keep it moving through and you want to just keep keep rebuilding those healthy bacteria. Right. I feel like we have just educated so much on the digestive system right and now. I feel so underqualified. Listen, you guys, if you're curious, <laughs> please read up because I'm sure we lied we got about it wrong. something. Yeah. We got it wrong somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is kind of interesting. It, would you be open to, to a, to a fecal transplant. Uh, matter <clears throat> transplant if it were to help? Um. Yeah, I mean, if I'm willing to take somebody else's blood into my veins, yeah, I'm willing to take somebody else's poop into my colon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. If it's a life or death thing, like when they were talking about these COVID patients, you know, this is them going from, um, this is last ditch effort. This is like, mm-hmm. they're not going to make it. And they're like, oh, well, I'll just try putting somebody's else's poop in their butthole and see what happens. It's <laughs> kind of injected up and there. Just, just try that. And um, like within like 24 hours, they're seeing a big difference. So and this is some research going on to uh, help with those uh, COVID issues. <laughs> Have you, do you know what drenching an animal is? No. So uh, like spraying them down with a hose, like no. a lot. No. Oh, like taking the nozzle off and nope. like pouring water on. Nope. Them? You keep going. You're like, so close. Uh, you fill a bucket and you throw the bucket bigger, of water on them. Bigger. Okay. Like um, you go to a water park and you know those big buckets that fill up and then they dump on everybody like every fifteen minutes. You're not. You're not gonna believe this. Bigger. Uh, okay. Like the rain clouds open up. <gasps> okay. So no, none of that actually. Um, drenching, uh, at least this is what we called it. Whenever like, for instance, whenever we would drench a goat, it was usually whenever a goat was very sick mm-hmm. and it needed nourishment, but it didn't have the strength to drink. Mm-hmm. We would then essentially take a, a, a syringe. No, what's the, you know, like what a- You're right, No, a, a syringe. syringe. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know why- They don't have to have needles. Anyway, right. So we would take a syringe, fill it up with milk, Mm-hmm. And then put essentially like a, a long, specifically made for this rubber tube mm-hmm. onto the end of this and shove it down, not shove, gently course it down, <laughs> direct it down the goat's throat uh-huh. so that we could then 
essentially just inject their stomach with milk. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering if that's how these poop injections go. Just the other way around. Um, they said it's uh, an enema. So like, so yes, like an enema, like, um, like, so let's just say for an example, a coffee enema, you would shoot coffee into your rectum. Um, they're just basically taking the fecal matter and just shooting it on and back the, the old switcheroo. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't, I don't know if I would be down for that. That just feels a little weird. Imagine, imagine well, you'll be asleep probably. Well, okay. You won't feel it at all. Okay. But imagine also, you'll going be almost poop. dead. So. Imagine going poop, Rebecca, and then turning around and looking at what you just made. Wait a minute. You didn't make that. <laughs> Some, they're not. They're Do you not, feel used at that point? They're not inserting a full turd in you. Like, it's just like, it's like liquid form. Oh. Yeah, it looks like chocolate milk. They're just so, shooting some chocolate milk in there. And Don't hopefully. do chocolate milk like that. That looks. This looks like a Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> this just looks like chocolate water. Wait, you? I thought it was Yahoo. No, it's Yoo-Hoo. Oh, Yahoo, yeah, Yahoo but, with the bunny the on it, like the bunny, like you're talking about like the chocolate mix. Talking stuff. about the chocolate drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I don't think it has a bunny on it. No, you're talking about Nesquik. Yeah, I was talking about Nesquik. No, uh, nah, I'm getting my chocolate milks mixed up now. Well, as long as it's not <laughs> fecal matter or a yoo-hoo, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> Speaking of fecal matter, did you hear about what happened at the Taco Bell? Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Let's just say fireworks, like explosions inside of Taco Bell. Well, not an uncommon thing. No, I no, this think. was a rare thing because it had nothing to do with people pooping um, the liquid meat that you eat <laughs> at Taco Bell. <laughs> I had Taco Bell yesterday and it was great. Speaking of liquid poop. <laughs> so there was explosions inside Taco Bell. Yes, where was this Taco Bell located? Uh, that's a good question. Let me find Na- Nashville. Nashville. Nashville, that's Tennessee. Right. It was in Nashville. So some workers were closing up for the night. They had already locked the um, diner, so nobody could actually come into the Taco Bell. And they decided, like, hey, let's just light off some fireworks, which, I mean, I've, I've, had done some shenanigans at work when we were closing before as a teenager, like yeah. turned the music up Ooh. and, you know, we danced no. and no. ate the pepperoni and the string cheese oh. and mm. we probably had pepperoni fights or something like that. Did not use that pepperoni afterwards, but, you know, you just, you know, sometimes you just like to have some shenanigans, have some fun. Well, these workers had a little too much fun and decided um, they were going to light up some fireworks. They they put fireworks in a trash can. Always a smart a move. A great go-to. Yeah. Um, they also put light up, lit off some fireworks in the bathroom. I think when they lit off the fireworks in the bathroom, because they did that while they were all in the building, they lit off the fireworks in the bathroom as like a little test go. Mm. Like, let's see how it goes if we light it off in the bathroom. And they felt that it was a positive experience, so they decided to go to the main dining room of the Taco Bell, light off some fireworks in a trash can. Well, the fireworks, they were going to shoot everywhere, and so they didn't want to be inside the dining room when the fireworks went off. And so all the employees ran outside and outside the doors recorded the fireworks going off in the dining room. Here's the problem, besides the fact they were lighting off fireworks inside the Taco Bell, they locked themselves out of the building. Because they had already locked everything. <laughs> yeah. And when they pushed out the doors, they just locked right behind yeah, them. Yeah, so they're all recording what's going on, and then they go to open the door so they could go like put out the fire and everything would be cool. Nobody would ever know they let right. off fireworks in, in the Taco Bell. It wouldn't smell at all. Mm-mm, no, no burn marks or anything like that. Who did this? Why we thought we locked the doors. Yeah, um, well, the fire began to smolder and burn, and uh, so the employees had to call 911. Uh-oh. So the police show up. Um, apparently, um, a lot of people split because the manager or, or like, the person in charge that night. The shift manager, sure, yeah. Sure, um, ended up getting arrested. Yeah, for $5,000 is for bail. Yeah, uh, thir- like $30,000 in damage or something yeah, like that. That's, like that's something nuts. ridiculous. And then um, more arrests are to come. Oh, okay. And so She's about other, to snitch. Well, yeah, the other employees are going to get in trouble too. I was like, 
Wow. Like you, you pulled such shenanigans that you actually got arrested for what you did at work at night at a Taco Bell. That, that was a bad move. Probably should have rethought that one. Okay. So she's 25. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know her home life growing up. Mm-hmm. What I do know is that I had great parents. Still do, actually. Mm-hmm. Both alive. <laughs> um, and I'm not 25 and I don't work at a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine lighting off fireworks inside of a building, mm-hmm. let alone my place of work. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it makes you wonder, like, okay, she was the shift manager. There's something about your life that people feel like they can put you in charge of some things. She was probably the oldest person there because mm-hmm. it's a Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Why did she think that was a good idea? I don't know. I don't know. Like it definitely was not a good idea. And I think they all know that now. I maybe, maybe, maybe this is going to prevent somebody else from doing the same thing inside of their place of work. I guess, man, it just, it blows, it blows my mind. Well, it blew theirs. <laughs> not actually. The makes, it, Bell. makes it sound like they died. They didn't die. No, they didn't die because they were outside vid- recording it. Yeah. If I mm. if I had worked there, uh, I would I would have quit. You know. Yeah. Uh, I I really would have liked these people. In oh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, the so old this is homestead. Kind of my old stomping grounds. I was close to Lincoln, Nebraska. I was in Omaha, Nebraska, which is like 30, 45 minutes away from there. Anyway, this one was at a Burger King, not a Taco Bell, <clears throat> but a group of employees decided. They were done with their poor working conditions. Okay, so the manager had given her two weeks notice. So she she ended up at the hospital uh, getting fluids for dehydration uh, mm-hmm. due to working conditions and like broken air conditioner and stuff yeah, like I'm that. I'm like, how bad was it? She had to get like fluids? I mean, if you think about it, if the air conditioner is broke and they're uh-huh. in Lincoln, Nebraska in the summertime mm-hmm. and they work in a kitchen... Probably pretty hot. This has temperatures into the 90s. And if you're working there and being all stressed, uh-huh. makes sense. In that a being kitchen said, with, with, with heat being added to what's going on. That being said, they do have a water fountain, but I'll Still, reserve judgment. I mean, it's 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 poor working conditions. Right. Nonetheless, I don't blame her for putting in her two weeks notice. Yeah. So she ends up in the hospital getting fluids for dehydration. She puts in her two weeks notice. And then the eight people that were her staff... Also thought, you know what? Yeah, let's quit. They didn't give in a two weeks notice, though. No, they were just like, now's the time yeah. to dip. They did uh, wait for the end of that period, which I assume. No, I guess the place was still open because they put up a sign that says yes. we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. They, they actually uh, started putting up the sign at like 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. So they, they got out there nice and early and it took so long to put all these letters. It's the sign where you have to take like the, the long extension bar and you put the letters on and then you put it up on the board. Right. That's really high up in the air. And so they... It was so laborious that they had to take turns going out and putting all these letters up. But what did the sign read? It says, we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah, I feel like I like I support them in this. I thought that was a a good move there because the working dish conditions were so bad. And the manager that like gave her two weeks notice, like... Okay, if it's so bad that one of your employees had to go to the hospital for fluids, like, do something. Right. Like, if you have to close it temporarily, do something. Because that is not, you're, like, not paying these people enough to deal with those type of work conditions. And also, anybody who did remain there, they were going to have a really difficult time serving people. And by putting that sign up, it told everybody who was deciding whether they were going to go there or not, that anybody who is still serving, that you need to have extreme grace on that person because they are in a very difficult situation. Yeah. So it was six hours later that that sign was changed to uh, now hiring flexible schedules. (laughs) Oh, is it? Really? Yeah. They called, they called this poor person that was still there and was like, you need to change that. And, and the person was like, (laughs) um, no, it's the lunch hour. I don't have time to go change it. I would be like, no, 
I'm sorry. At that point, I would be walking out. There's got to be another place that you can go work. Everybody's hiring right now. Like, I'm not even dealing with this. Gosh, dude, I can't imagine. So they got somebody else out there to change it. And they said, this is not a typical representation of our company. However, I'm not going to say where this Burger King is located. I've been to a few. I have one that I've been to a couple times recently that I've told myself I'm not going back to. Mm -hmm. But I question whether it has the similar working conditions that this place had because there has been some issues. I, uh, I, I, there was a Burger King, was a Burger King. I'll go ahead and call it out because it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. It's on uh, Quivira. Quivira and 95th Street was mm-hmm. um, near the the Sam's Club there, like across the street from like Staples or something. Anyway, there used to be a Burger King there. And I went there a long time ago and it was pretty sketch. And I remember thinking, I'll probably never come back here again because this is like sketch. Even for Burger King, this is real sketch. <laughs> like we're in Overland Park. It's 95th and Quivira. Why is this so sketch? But regardless, it was really sketchy. I came back a few years later and I was like, all right, I'm really desperate right now. So I went there and I was like, maybe they've changed. It's been like two or three years. And I went to order and they're like, hey, uh, hey bro, just a heads up. We're out of, we're out of meat. I was Wait, like, what? You're out of meat. Yeah, we're out of meat. Sorry. Sorry about that. You want, uh, we have, uh, you know, like fries. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to go home, actually. <laughs> and I was like, what, what, a, what a awkward situation. I'm like, yeah, bro, we're out of meat. Like burger like, is literally you in your name. Meat. My husband went last night to go get Burger King. Funny enough. And he calls me on the way home. And he's like, guess what? And I was like, what? Like, what did they not have? And he's like, French price. They were out of French fries. And That's I was like, Burger King's French fries are kind of garbage what? anyway. So. so he's like, but it's okay. They gave me tater tots. Even better. I loved the tater tots. I was like, nope, these are great. Yeah. It was a good move, Burger King. Thanks for replacing my fries with tater tots. That was a better option anyway. I'm not convinced that the manna in, uh, in, in the Old Testament wasn't mm-hmm. just tater tots. <laughs> I mean, really, like, is there any better form of potato? Uh-huh. The answer is no. No. Mashed potatoes are pretty good, but tater tots, top tier. Top tier. Top tier. S tier. Maybe even SS. <laughs> SS tier. Tater tots are, man. I freaking, I love those things. Um. Okay. While we're kind of talking about junky food, I, I don't know if tater tots are considered junky food. It could also be considered a breakfast food, depending on where you're at, mm-hmm. or dinner, or a side. Even if it is breakfast food. I like to to dip it in ketchup. Like my tater tots will always go in ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, um, hash browns. Oh, uh, friggin' uh, hash browns are just long. Wait, what kind of hash browns? So, like, if I go to IHOP. Okay, so like, like a shredded potato yeah. hash browns. Okay, because like McDonald's, they have hash browns, but they're just long tater tots, really? which I friggin' love, by the way. But yeah, it's not like those kind of huh. hash browns. Like I've got my pancakes and I've got my my hash browns and I'm still like, can I have a side of ketchup? Because I would like to put oh. some ketchup on my my hash browns. I like I like mixing uh, my hash browns with with uh, a little bit of leftover egg yolk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I See, love I thought breakfast. my food combination was like going to be gross. But then when you just said that, like, I just don't like... Like runny egg yolk, like I feel like it's just uncooked Ooh, yeah. egg, and then I'm thinking about just sucking down like raw egg, and that grosses. Mm. Mm. Okay, speaking of weird food combinations, so mac and cheese has done something a little bit different. Last year we had the combination of like the magenta um, macaroni and cheese for Valentine's Day. I don't really know that it had a different flavor. I just probably not. Probably still mac and cheese. Remember flavored. that it was just like pink. Um, they did do like a pumpkin spice thing, but have you ever considered mac and cheese ice cream? No. Why would I? Um, because they have it now, or they will on the 14th, and today I believe is not the 14th. The date today is the 13th. So starting tomorrow, which is Wednesday, we are recording on a Tuesday, um, you can you can possibly try 
this mac and cheese ice cream. If you're in New York City, I believe at Times Square, there will be an ice cream truck giving out free samples. This will be great for a New York City audience. (laughs) (laughs) Is this only happening in in New York? No, anywhere that there is one of these stores. It's a different kind of ice cream I haven't heard before. What's the name of it? Van Leeuwens. L-E-E-U-W-E-N-S. What? Van Lewins? Is that how it's pronounced? Van Lewins? Probably. But here's here's the stupid thing. It's still Kraft. It's still owned by Kraft. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Th- this ice cream company is known for like their natural... Van Lewins is probably the ice cream company. Yeah. For okay. like natural, like minimum ingredients in their ice cream. And so this this mac and cheese ice cream is all natural flavors. Um, uh, okay. Similar color to the mac and cheese. <laughs> Apparently, mac and cheese has no artificial colors either. But it's powdered. No, cheese, cheese, cheese is, you know, grows like that. It comes out of like the animal, looking like that. You mix it with some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Still looks like that. You powder it up. Still looks like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think I, this is a the, good idea. The report in the article says like it, it's pretty good like it's a creamy goodness yeah the first sentence in this article is Kraft's latest culinary invention innovation is a little bit sweet a tad savory and just bonkers enough to work yeah you're bonkers Chrissy Callahan I'm calling you out freaking weirdo I kind of want to try it though like okay so I like mac and cheese I'm pretty excited that they have gluten-free mac and cheese though it gives me a stomach ache because of you know the dairy but um I I do like macaroni and cheese and I'd be willing to at least taste it. Okay. You said this place is known for like their very few ingredients. Mm -hmm. Is mac and cheese considered a single ingredient? Well, no. You have pasta. You have butter. You have milk. And then you have the cheese mixture. So this... This ice cream probably has more ingredients in it than like typical ice cream. Well, if you think about what ice cream is made from, so you've got milk. <laughs> what is ice cream made, made from, Rebecca? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> you've got milk? Sugar? Sure. Condensed milk? Probably. Uh, you use a lot of like salt when you're making it. Does the salt go on cream? the inside no, or the outside? No, it doesn't. It's on the outside. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember what all goes in it. Uh, well, you know what goes in mac and cheese, so we know at yeah. least half of the ingredients. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I think just... it's adding like any a whole lot of different things. I think it's a pretty close. I think it's pretty close to mac and cheese. I think you're just missing the pasta. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is that this isn't. This might be the most crazy like ice cream thing they're doing it for Mac and Cheese Day, whatever tomorrow. Oh, by the way, a pint is twelve dollars. I get it. It's in New York, but that's really expensive. What on earth? It's like you're paying for a pint of mac and cheese and a pint of ice cream. It's almost as much as I pay for my shampoo. This is actually, oh, I hate that. <laughs> this is actually really good for the environment because you get your lunch and you get your uh, dessert, but it's all in one container. Uh-huh. That's smart thinking. Um, there was also Popeye's. Oh, Popeye's ice cream. So I really like Popeye's ice cream. It's made from like spinach and turmeric or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make that, or Grace has been making it regularly because she really likes it too. But um, yeah, we make spinach ice cream all the time. The same company, Van Leeuwen or whatever, um, they released their Popeye's fleet treat, which was spinach, like you said, spinach we, leaves, sea salt, extra olive, extra virgin olive oil, and a turmeric, like you said. We put, um, 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 what's the natural sweetener, like? Splenda? No. Um, it's like a syrup. I I, all I know is Splenda. Um. Oh my gosh, I can like see it in my head. It starts okay. with an A. It's not avocado. Uh, All right. So while you're thinking about that, there was a different ice cream company, uh, Cool House, Cool House Ice Cream. They did one for National Mustard Day. They did a mustard ice cream flavor. Um, No idea how that one went, but it looks equally as disgusting. Agave nectar. Agave nectar. Oh, my gosh. That was going to drive me crazy. Yeah, I dude, I just... I would rather have the mustard ice cream 
than the macaroni and really? cheese or something. No, I just imagine the the craft, the little packet of uh-huh. cheese on ice cream. That's the only thing I can see. And it just doesn't sound good. Cheese and ice cream don't sound great. A lot of dairy things don't taste good together, I don't think. Isn't, I don't know, isn't cheese dairy? Wouldn't it just be like eating a cold cheesecake? I don't like cold cheesecake. Well, there you go. I think we've had this conversation before Uh too. We have. Yeah, I've had frozen cheesecake and it ruined cheesecake for Uh me forever. Um, No, cold cheesecake, not great. Is there such thing as hot cheesecake or isn't cheesecake always cold? Should I room temperature cheesecake? Okay. Mint. I, okay. I'm actually not a huge fan of cheesecake. See, I was not either, but the, um, Cheesecake Factory makes this like chocolate Godiva gluten free cheesecake that, oh my gosh, I might be willing to kill for. It it's is Godiva for? So good. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Anyway, so if you want some Kraft Mac and Cheese, you actually, or Kraft Mac and Cheese ice, ice cream. cream, you had to sign up for it, so. Yeah, as so go to the website, I'm like, could you order it? Can you order yourself some ice cream? Like, how expensive would that be to ship? Yep. So, uh, good luck with that one. I'm sure somebody will be selling it on the internet. Speaking of weird things I'd be willing to try, did you hear about this new TikTok trend? Speaking of dumb things on the internet, <laughs> did you hear about this TikTok trend? <laughs> You could literally start any TikTok trend story with that sentence. Uh-huh. Um, people are freaking okay. They're not. I'll give them. I'll give them this. They're not eating Tide Pods anymore, but they are trying to clean their teeth with a not magic just eraser. Clean your teeth. Whiten your teeth with a tiny little piece of magic eraser. Oh, so it's harmless? No, it is. It could be harmful because people will do it wrong and they'll do it too much. Here's the thing. So the first time I heard about this was we were discussing it in a news meeting and they were talking about all the idiots that would do this and that we should talk to a dentist. And I was like, if we talk to a dentist, all this is going to do is give people that didn't already hear about it an idea to do this. And I might be one of those people that would be like, I don't know, I might try it. Remember when there was the TikTok trend for like, don't shave your own teeth? And yeah. like we were talking to dentist about how horrible it was that people were shaving their teeth. And I was like, what? You can shave your own teeth? Mm-hmm. That sounds like that would save me some time and money because I needed to shave a chip on my teeth. So I did it and uh, worked out for me. I didn't have any problems. I also did it very gradually over a period of time. And... um haven't had any issues, but so the, the magic eraser, this girl says that she's been doing it for years. She just uses a tiny little piece and like, she doesn't touch her gums at all. Just, you know, the front surface of her her teeth. And she does other things to help keep her teeth healthy because this will strip the enamel off your teeth. There's formaldehyde and there's uh, some kind of acid in it. And so, but like, I've seen how a magic eraser really whitens the handles on my refrigerator and I'm thinking like a couple swipes of that magic eraser and I might have some sparkly white teeth. Can I just can I just read like what she says in the video? Uh-huh. <clears throat> all right. She says, yes, I'm prepared for all the dentists that are going to come on here and be like, don't do it. She's crazy. I don't care. I go to the dentist and I don't tell them what I do, but they're like, you have the healthiest, strongest, cleanest teeth. And I'm like, why? Thank you. Step number one, I don't use any fluoride at all. Hold when on, hold dentist, on. Can I read it? I feel uh, like no, I have no, a no, better no, no. white girl voice than you have. It's because you're a white girl. I know. Can I read it? No, because you're. I don't want you to read these because you're going to find instructions. I've already read it. All right. Okay. Step number one, I don't use any fluoride at all. When the dentist says use your fluoride, don't rinse. Um, when are you no, going to start doing the white girl voice? I don't do that. Number two, I do something called oil pulling. I look it up on YouTube and I use coconut oil. Number three, and here is where we all gasp. <gasps> <laughs> this is a magic eraser. Yeah, that's what I said. I take a little tiny piece of it and I wet it. I don't touch don't t- Touch your gums, okay, guys? I've been doing it for like two years. I'm so annoyed by that voice that is coming out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm also annoyed by the white girl voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Uh, thank you. Uh, here's the thing. Magic erasers, super good. 
Uh, you know what's also good? Hmm. Toothbrushes. Yeah, but they don't they don't want you near teeth. I mean, thankfully, I have had to do um, those old liners to straighten my teeth, and I have teeth whitener that comes with it. So I've got pretty white teeth right now. <laughs> but um, if I did not have as white a teeth as I have right now, I, even though I do have white teeth, I'm still like, oh, I just want to do a couple swipes and see what happens. Uh, uh, I am I am that person. Like I I want to try this. I will be very, very careful not to touch my gums. But like I use a magic eraser with bare hands, and I do okay with that. Like that doesn't seem to affect me. That so, you can immediately feel. You're also not scrubbing your so, hands on the no, thing. You're I'm thinking I'm just going to use it. like a tiny little corner of it. And I'm <laughs> just going to take a couple swipes and I won't close my, my lips over my teeth. Like I'll keep that like big smile mm. and then I'll, I'll brush it off real quick. Just another excuse for you to not ever close your mouth. <laughs> so Dr. Benjamin Winters, uh, an orthodontist from Plano, Texas, he replied in a video, said, excuse me, is that a magic eraser? Like, she's afraid of fluoride, but she's cool with using a magic eraser on her teeth. A magic eraser is actually made of melanin foam. It's basically foam that's hard as glass and acts as really abrasive sandpaper, meaning, yeah, your teeth are white because you scrubbed all the enamel off. So, in fact, no, don't do this. Now, you have nothing so against seven, shaving your teeth seven off. Seven out of so nine ahead. dentists don't approve, but there's two dentists that do. I made up that statistic. Yeah, I, yeah. I could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't, Rebecca, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you not to do this because I know if I did. tell you not to do this, you're going to do it out of spite. I've In been fact, thinking about this for weeks. Go ahead and do it. You can get a two pack of a magic eraser for Should five dollars. Live right now, probably I think less. I have a magic eraser. Upstairs. Nope. I got to go to an event soon. That's why we're recording early. Uh-huh. Um, so also, no. Also, speaking of you going to an event, are you going to button up that shirt before you go to the event? No, I'm going to leave you it are all the way down. A polo yeah, yeah. with a very like long button up, completely unbuttoned. You know, one of my least favorite things in this world are, huh? Uh, or is whatever. Uh, polos with three buttons yeah and you're just like using full access of that not buttoning rather than having three settings of like cleavage you just get three that are all equally bad yeah and then you can leave it completely unbuttoned and show how white your sparingly hairy chest is i have more hair on my chest than my roommate and that's all i really (laughs) care about his roommate's a male by the way (laughs) Thank you for the clarification. Thank you so much for the clarification. Okay. So I had no plans on telling the story, but this morning when I was doing the morning show, Life Uh 88.5. You've been doing a really good job, by the way. Thank you so much. I've been listening to you every day. Did you listen this morning? I did. At the seven o'clock hour? Yeah. Laura Story, a Christian artist, was Uh in the studio. See, I thought she was a writer because her name was Laura Story. Uh, She writes music. She also writes books. Uh She also has a PhD. She also has like three kids and her daughter was so nice she brought her oldest daughter and she was like just doing her own thing and then uh my co-host melanie my host whatever my boss melanie uh, (laughs) had like this weird bubble maker thing and so she was blowing bubbles in the studio and then like our last break and she knew it was our last break the daughter did and so she starts cleaning up everything on her own. Oh, like she knows, like this is this is the protocol. Yeah, she does this all the time. She's just, like, oh, I'm sorry, what? She like refilled her mom's coffee and stuff, like a, a little angel. Um. Anyway, and she, there was donuts. She didn't eat the donuts. She ate dried fruit and nuts instead. Sounds like me. Maybe she didn't, can't have gluten. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Except her mom was like, "What? You're not eating donuts?" So unless she knows something, her mom doesn't. Anyway, so Laura's story was there, um, and uh, in between breaks, she was like. Okay, so uh, you in a relationship? And I was like, oh, no, I'm, I'm single. I, or no, she asked like how old I was. Uh-huh. I was like, no, I'm like 24. She's like, okay, so you're in a relationship. I was like, no. Should I be because I'm 24? Yeah. She's like, any anybody that you're like, like any perspective? I'm like, uh-huh. no. Oh, come on. You've got your eye on somebody. No, I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not actively talking to yeah. anybody, uh-huh. you know? Um, she's like, oh, okay. I was like, I mean, all my siblings are, are married. She's like, but, but you're like single. Yeah. 
is that okay? <laughs> it was, it was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. I have an apartment. Like I, I can't afford an apartment and a girlfriend. So choose one or the other, you know, uh-huh. not at this point. Of course, my boss could change that. The pay part. Right. The pay part. <laughs> she could change the. I'm so glad you corrected that. She could change my income. Wow. All right. So, uh, hmm. Let's Was just, that a pickup line? Nope, not at all. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I got to go. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, so anyway, um. If you made more money, you could afford to have a girlfriend. Yes. So Lori's story is asking you why you don't have a girlfriend right now. That's the whole story. <clears throat> That's the only reason I was bringing it up. Wait, that was it? I don't know how we got on this topic. I don't know why I decided to bring that up. Uh-huh. But that's that's that, you know. Laura's story met her. Nice lady. Her daughter's nice. I'm sure her husband and kids are nice, too. Uh-huh. Not, not, not like a huge fan of her music, but that's just because I'm young, uh-huh. you know. And she just really like just assumed I was most people, excuse me. Most people don't assume that you're in a relationship these days. Yeah, no, you know, that's true. But may, it was, may, how old is she? Uh, if you can I'm guess, gonna, to I'm, I'm going to guess she's 42. I'm going to Google it now. Laura story story isn't her last name by the way maybe maybe she was just like really searching she's 42 good good guess nathan oh i nailed it she she may have been just like searching for conversation so did it just awkwardly end after that like just ended at like you're after she just drilled you for for information and then yeah you're like, pretty no. much yeah i was like nah, I mean, you know whatever and then melanie came to the rescue and like brought the conversation in a different direction <laughs> but yeah no she's she's super cool very nice she's got a freaking phd and writes songs and stories and and everything like that i don't know i'm learning a lot doing That's this cool. morning are, show yeah are you having fun doing the morning show i'm having a blast Good. yeah it's uh, like it's crazy because whenever i work at amazon no matter how much sleep i get i am tired from the moment i get up through the job mm-hmm. like if if i'm still tired whenever i get to work i'm probably going to be tired by the time i leave for work or leave from work that's what jobs dissatisfaction does right mm-hmm. i am so tired whenever i wake up for this morning show because mm-hmm. uh, you're getting up at what time uh i try to get up at five and be out the door by five thirty. yeah and this is not your normal sleep schedule not at all you're having to make an adjustment here yeah um and it's very hard to go to bed when the sun is still up Mm -hmm. but um i like as soon as by the time i get to the studio i'm fine it helps that it's only a 15 minute drive Mm -hmm. as well because i moved closer um but i'm i'm like ready to go you know uh, i don't i don't know if if people can relate to this because i've only ever enjoyed working in radio but in radio at least if you really enjoy it as soon as the mics come on, it's like you you're wake alive. Up. You yeah. become alive. Even if you're tired between the breaks, it's like, here Pe- we go. People who have done theater can relate. Like you could show up and you've got to play and you're exhausted. And but the moment you step foot on that stage and those lights come up, you come to life. Yeah. 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 And I'm it's- trying to think of other situations that are like that. But yeah. Anytime you're doing what you feel like you were made to do mm-hmm. it's that moment yeah and yeah. it's 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 like that with the morning show is like even if i'm very tired whenever i get up like the other day i didn't fall asleep till like midnight oh my gosh nathan yeah it was rough but the show was great it's not like it faltered any because i was tired and couldn't think i mean i, I was a little more useless during like the show prep phase <laughs> than i normally am but no, it's it's been good. I really enjoy it and getting to know my boss a little bit because I've only been working here since December. Mm-hmm. And so working And you work different hours, so you don't actually like cross paths that often. Exactly. In fact, I don't even have to come in to the studio ever because mm-hmm. I can just record from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting to work one-on-one and just have conversations off the air and everything and getting to know uh, Melanie McKay- it's nice. It's good. 
I, I have a lot of questions and I always forget how many questions I have until I'm just sitting in the studio and then questions start coming up mm -hmm. about how radio works and everything. Cause she's been doing radio for, we actually realized today that she's been doing radio for a long time. She did radio for 10 years before she started in Christian radio and uh -huh. she's been doing Christian radio. She started in Christian radio the same year that I was born. Oh my gosh. So she's got a little, little bit of experience mm -hmm. on me. And so I can ask questions and figure out, okay, what have you done? What have you found that works? What doesn't work? And sometimes I have ideas that I bring up and she's like, yep, yeah, nope, been there, done that, doesn't work. And then it's like really deflating because mm -hmm. it just got shut down. But it's not like I'm going to argue it, you know, mm -hmm. good luck telling somebody who's been doing the job as long as you've been alive that, well, no, I think you're wrong on this. And they're like, really? Because I wasn't wrong the last three times I tried that. Mm -hmm. And these people weren't wrong whenever they tried that. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, so there's, there's a lot about the industry that I don't know. And so it's, I'm just trying to absorb yeah, as much knowledge as possible. There's some things about the industry that you do know, but it's excited to exciting to blend that knowledge and it's always good to glean from people who've been in the business and any business you're in to glean from those who have been there longer. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's also interesting how like-minded you are with people who are in the industry and you don't even realize it. No, that is so true. I mean, I mean, just talking about me and Melanie, for instance, she's clearly a bit older, has way more life experience than I do. Mm -hmm. has more radio experience than I do. But whenever we talk about like radio things, it's like we're on the same, same playing field mm -hmm. as far as like our thoughts on certain things and situations and everything. She's typically has that opinion because she's seen how things were. And now she's like kind of grown into that mindset. Whereas I'm just a younger generation. So I have a mindset just instilled in me, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I grew up thinking I was a little odd. I am a little odd. Definitely. But, but like I was odd in that I didn't fit in in the communities that I was in. And I always felt like really on the outside and that I didn't have anybody to relate to. Mm -hmm. All the way until I went back to school and started working with other radio people. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. Like these are my people. Like pe they were people that are like me. And I was like, they're out here. And I didn't know it, but like, this is where I belong. And mm -hmm. so now when I know that I'm in an environment I don't fit in, I'm okay with it because I know out there that there is other people that are like me that I do get to, to have time with and hang out with. And so I know I'm not weird. I'm just different. Right. I, well, you're a little weird, uh, <sighs> but people in radio are weird. I, I've said having having been in the theater uh groups mm -hmm. and in fact theater was like one of those things that i wanted to do as a career coming out of high school that was like my goal and then everything changed but um i came to the realization that theater people are really weird mm -hmm. thing is though radio people are also very similar to theater people they are and most radio people wanted to be theater people or act actors or actresses yeah i think we're just theater people really that can function correctly in society mm -hmm. is, is the difference between radio people and theater people. We're natural performers. Yeah. And I mean, as candid as we are, and I think out of a lot of radio personalities and stuff, you and I are pretty freaking candid. We are. <laughs> um, maybe to a fault, but uh, there's still a performance behind the mic. Yeah, because, well, one, you have a lot of things going on behind the scenes that you have to drop. Mm -hmm. And so you have to just, you know, you have to put on that personality of like, sometimes, sometimes that everything's okay. And just because if you always were functioning out of like, what a wreck you really are, Oof. then that would be really hard to listen to. If you want to listen to that, <laughs> go back and listen to the first like <laughs> 70 episodes of Ventlab, figure out where we got our name. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. rough stuff you uh -huh. know um but also a part of that i mean people people still need to hear that we let it out every once in a while but mm -hmm. um most of the time we try to keep that one curbed yeah yep 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 or we release it and let's be honest mm -hmm. but that's kind of i mean <laughs> really kind of the reason behind the vent lab was to fill the void between point a and point b uh -huh. and let you know you're not alone yeah 
Yeah, that's very Christian radio, a very Christian radio thing to say. Uh-huh. But it's kind of true. Walking along somebody, as a wise person once said, invite them to the table. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was an inside joke. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll explain the inside joke on the Let's Be Honest. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, so uh, if you're a patron, you can have that to look forward to. If you're not a patron, we still appreciate you so much. And if you want to become a patron, you can go to our Patreon page. It might be posted somewhere on Facebook. If not, you can just go to patreon.com and search VentLab and uh, check it out. We will see you guys on Friday. But until then, my name's Nathan. And I'm Rebecca. We out. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>